Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, it's difficult to know and it's impossible to fathom. It changes from day to day, like a giant game of pass the parcel. The question, who runs the NHS, is only determined when the music stops. The mood music. The orchestras have included the Times newspaper, the Telegraph, the Daily Mail, number 10, number 19, and yesterday it was the business minister, Kwasi Kwarteng. Not content with juggling the fuel crisis, supply chain perils, climate change, when questioned about the COVID numbers all going north, he announced the government is not interested in bringing back curbs. Well, there's been a clamour from the great and good of healthcare organisations representing hospitals and others to implement Plan B take more steps to restrict our movements and inverted commas freedoms to contain the spread of the virus which only culminate will only culminate in more unwanted pressures on the services the problem is the great aren't so great and they're not that good none of them has spotted the obvious flaw none of them asked the right question right now we're in plan a pretty much do what you like The hope being, if we can vaccinate enough people, we'll reach some sort of hybrid herd immunity. Going to Plan B involves mandatory masks, working from home and vaccine passports. Here's the question the great and the good aren't asking. How do we get from Plan A to Plan B? What's the trigger? What threshold has to be crossed to make something happen? At what point do we say, yup, That's it. Let's dump plan A and trigger plan B. We have plan A and we have plan B, but we have no proper methodology to transition. No plan X. It's the absence of plan X that renders plan A useless, as we have no way of knowing when A has outlived its effectiveness, and plan B superfluous, as we have no way of knowing when B becomes valuable and vital. Whoever came up with this plan A, plan B malarkey is either a total idiot or a genius at obfuscation. Shifting our response from A to B would appear to depend on Kwarteng being, well, interested. I doubt he'll have any interest in the fact that COVID cases are accelerating by over 16%. I doubt he'll want to know increases in deaths are approaching 15%. I doubt the fact that admissions are up by 10% will tempt his curiosity. I doubt understanding new daily confirmed COVID-19 cases per million are higher here than in Germany or Italy or France or Spain will have any regard for him. I doubt acknowledging making tough decisions sooner rather than later is now seen as good government. Mr K won't be interested. I wondered if he'd like to know what it's like to spend a day or two or a week or a month or a year draped in sweltering PPE proning patients. I try to imagine what he was thinking when he actually described the British workforce in a book he wrote as some of the worst idlers in the world. I muse he won't be even vaguely interested in what's it like to work shorthanded on a rotor, have your leave cancelled and your place of work and specialty upended dealing with death on a daily basis. Of course, what might interest him is to understand protecting the NHS is not about protecting staff or their resilience. It's about self-interest, protecting the ballot box. 
COVID patients, because of the demands of infection control, can only be looked after in ring-fenced circumstances. Staffing, the cleaning, the estates, the meals, the supplies, the administration, all taken care of separately, which eats resource and space, which reduces access to other services like elective procedures and, heaven forbid, dealing with a flu outbreak. That means hospitals will grind to a halt, if they're not doing so already, uh, in even longer waiting lists and emergency delays, and electors don't like that. This is about nothing more than understanding Plan B would help create headroom in the system. So how do we get from Plan A to Plan B? Obviously by interesting Mr Quartang. No science, no data, no formula, just, well, the Quartang factor. That might be good enough for the great and good, but not for me and neither I suspect for you. They should not be calling for Plan B. They should be asking under what circumstances will Plan B be put into play? What's the data threshold? Ask the right questions and you get the right answers. Cheerio for now. Look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye-bye.